Well, good Thursday morning and welcome to Noah's Window. Mary Alice, this week we've been looking at a story uh, from the life of the Israelites when they're going into the promised land, or, or they should be going into the promised land, but then they choke at a moment of destiny. And we've been extracting lessons from this huge story, and God willing, we'll do it today and tomorrow as well. So if you're interested in reading on this, it's in Numbers, uh, I believe chapters 13 and 14, and then also in Deuteronomy chapter 1. And the reason why it's in Deuteronomy 1, Moses is talking to a young generation about what happened back at this point. Uh, but today, Mary Alice, uh, let's just go back over a little bit. What happened was God wanted the Israelites to go into Canaan. He brought them out of Egypt, did all kinds of miracles, got them right on the brink. Of, in fact, if you look at a map, they're just like right on the southern border of what we know of as Israel. And it just all falls apart. I mean, Moses had said, let's go. God is with us. It's time. Let's go take the land. And the people said, oh, hold on a moment. Let's send some spies. And we've already talked about how... Uh, <laughs> They said they wanted to find the best route, but in reality, they wanted to decide. They, they wanted to look at the report of the spies and determine whether or not they wanted to do God's will. Mm -hmm. So we've already talked about that. But I want to now talk about um, Joshua and Caleb, because among the 12 spies, 10 of them came back with a bad report and said, we can't take the land, there are giants over there. And then Joshua and Caleb came back and they said, yes, we can do it, God is with us, let's go take the land. And it got so bad, I mean, the, the mob got so bad, you talk about cancel culture, the, the mob wanted to kill Joshua, Joshua and Caleb, and Caleb yeah, because they didn't like what they had to say. Yeah. So I wanna just read a section of scripture, then I wanna to go to one line and I wanna get your take on this. Um, God is saying to Moses what's going to happen now that the people have rebelled against him. And God said, not one of these people will ever enter the land. They've seen my glorious presence. They've seen all these miracles. And they tested me time and time again, refusing to listen to my voice. God said, they'll not even see the land that I, I, I promised to give them. But I want to go to verse 24 because God says something really, really interesting. This is where I'd love to get your take. But my servant Caleb has a different attitude than the others. He has remained loyal to me, so I will bring him into the land he explored, and then God goes on to say his descendants. Now here's what I find really interesting, because when all the, when all the hubbub was going on and the mob was wanting to kill Caleb, they didn't like him because he was different. Mm -hmm. You know, you see that? Mm -hmm. And now you're hearing God's take on that, because you know, the crowd would have said, oh, Caleb, you lose. You're not in the majority. Mm -hmm. And yet God looked at Caleb and said, Caleb, you win. You're not in the majority. Wow. So, I mean, when you think about the way that the world is today and how that the mob in the culture is really stacked against, in fact, vociferously against uh, people who believe the word of God. I mean, what do, you, what do you hear when you hear this story about Caleb and God saying, you know, he has a different attitude? Well, I think, for one thing, I think it's important to know who God is yeah, and to know who these other people are and what their agenda is. And because if you can sort that out and you understand, this is God we're talking about. Yeah. Um, why would Caleb be afraid of this mob when he knows he's, he's on God's agenda and God's assignment? So in our modern times, we're going to feel outnumbered, we're going to feel harassed, we're going to feel hostility, but we're on God's assignment. So that's what really matters. You know, what, what I just uh, love here, you know, we're talking about the God of the universe, the God who calls the stars by name, and yet God is complimenting 
a human mm. being. Wow. You know, you think about it, God is like, uh, everybody be quiet for a moment. Caleb here has got a different attitude. And I don't know that I will ever be able to hear those words. Mm. Um, but to hear the Lord, to hear the Lord of creation say that about you, you know, mm. about, about Caleb. It, it reminds me of God. Uh, when he's talking to Satan, you know, have you seen my servant oh, yeah. Job? And then Noah, wasn't he in a minority? Yeah. So a minority is not a bad thing if you're on, on God's agenda and not being the, obedient. Yeah, not the way God looks at it. That's right. Because if the if the if the mob, the majority is going the wrong direction, mm -hmm. you know, they may look at us as being outcast, as being out of sync, out of line, uh, out of vogue. I mean, just any other expression you want to use there. But God looks at us as being where we need to be. You know, I had rather be out of style and in God's will Absolutely. than in style and out of God's will. Having the blessing of God trumps any kind of acceptance we might have from whatever the culture is offering. You know, here's the thing. They're really quick to offer criticism. They're not really quick to um, give you anything. <laughs> so um, God is the one who can uh, offer us blessings. And I, I, I have vivid imagination, as you know. God didn't say this to Caleb. He said to Moses. Mm, about Caleb. Yeah, about yeah. Caleb. And so I just, I could just sort of picture, you know, Moses going to this young Caleb and saying, do you know what God said about you? <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know, wow. And, and I think that ought to just encourage us all today to know that God is watching our lives. And here's the thing, because some of you right now who watch us on Noah's window, you're making decisions on a daily basis trying to please God and it's in a very difficult place. Maybe it's where you work, maybe it's in your family, maybe it could even be in your marriage. And you're standing for God and you're feeling all alone. I want you to know you're not alone, that the creator of the universe who knows your name, knows the number of hairs on your head, knows the thoughts and intents of your heart, knows our thoughts a long way before we thank him. He's the one that goes in the room before we get there and stays in the room after we leave. That one is watching you and he sees what you're doing. and. You know, God, God said to Moses, Caleb's got a different attitude. I'm going to reward him. And I really believe that God is saying that to you today. When you're doing the right thing, even if it's uphill and difficult and puts you in the minority, don't forget that God is watching what you're doing and he will reward you. Uh, and he knows how to reward. He does. Yeah. He does. <laughs> Mary Alice, pray for us today. Oh, Father, thank you so much for your faithfulness to us in this difficult generation. And I pray for all of us, Lord, as we're um, endeavoring to serve you with our whole heart in this very um, hostile generation. I just pray that you would continue to give us the courage and the um, encouragement and the blessings of your presence as we go forward, knowing that you are for us and you are with us. And help us to have that right attitude that will uh, bring bring your approval in our life. And um, it, it's a difficult day, but Father, we know that you can take us through this and that we'll see rewards on the other side. And we just thank you, Father, for being faithful to us um, always and for the eternity we have to look forward to. I pray that you give us wisdom in these days to know what to say and when to say it. Help us, Father, we know what we talked about today is mostly about attitude. Help us to have a humble and obedient attitude towards you and a kind and gentle attitude toward those who are um, even evil towards us, Father. And we just want to honor you in our lives as we live for you in this day. I just uh, thank you for all that you have done, all that you are doing. And we're going to ask all these things, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. 
Well, thanks for joining us today on Noah's Wind. And Mary Allison, I'll be back tomorrow. We have one more nugget that we want to pull out of this story. If you want to read ahead one more time, it's Numbers 13 and 14 and then Deuteronomy chapter 1. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless. See you soon.